0: Hey everybody, it's another episode of Playing With Squirrels, a Boy Meets World fan cast. We are discussing episode 9 of season 2, Fear Strikes Out, which was released on November 18th, 1994. And, uh, you know, that's basically today. I'm in Florida right now. Uh, I'm actually in the car with my brother Brian. Hello. uh, Who just picked me up at the airport. Uh, We're going to do this one kind of quick because I want to spend my weekend hanging out with him. But the person who was originally supposed to be on this had a family emergency, cancelled last second, so I bumped Brian up in the list of guests, for convenience. (laughs) And here we are. Here we are. Recording on a Talkboy. On a Talkboy, basically. Uh, so... This episode is about Seven Minutes in Heaven, which is a game that I have never actually played, but I am very well aware of. I played Seven Minutes in Heaven. So, I kind of was excited you were going to be on this show for this very purpose. You went to a lot cooler parties than I ever did. Did you ever go to a Seven minute in Heaven party like they're having in this episode? No, no,
1: no. I've never been to a party that was a Seven minute in Heaven, and I was very, very young and docile and... And, and anxious when I did seven minutes in heaven. So I pretty much was like Corey Matthews. Like I, I was like, it was, it was the game changer for girls. Cause they're like, Oh, this guy's like cute and awkward and shy. It's very endearing. And then they're like seven minutes in heaven with me and I won't look at him. And they're like, Oh, this is kind of weird. And I've never kissed a girl in seven minutes in heaven. Just a lot of awkward, you know, with my hands behind my back drawing with my toe and you know (laughs) looking on the ground
0: so so did you ever try to do lip-ups to get your mouth ready for kissing i did
1: i did cock push-ups but i never did lip-ups so i say cock
0: push-ups on here yeah that's fine uh so this episode also has a very 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 small b plot that involves mr turner having a crush on the newest teacher that really goes nowhere no well
1: i mean does she ever even
0: pop up again? Like, it seems like they're gonna be a thing, and I don't think she ever pops up again. Mr. Turner's a
1: serial killer. I don't know if you've <laughs> caught on. He brings in young boys to live with him. He dates women, and then they disappear, and then he eventually disappears.
0: And he's Jeffrey Dahmer. He, oh, yes, he is. <laughs> um, all right, so I did write down that I think that this is a weird party. Like, I'm glad that you didn't go to a seven minutes. Net. It feels like it's a weird party where you're just drawing names out of a hat at random and forcing people to stand in a closet for seven minutes with the expectation that everyone's just going to make make out like crazy.
1: Yeah, I've never never even uh, seen anything like that. Like, our minute, seven minutes in heaven would be if, like, there were six people, three girls, three guys, that's just how it was. It didn't have to be that way, it's just how it was. Um, and they all liked each other, and... Uh, they would intentionally do like let's do seven minutes in heaven see how they do you know and uh i never i never made the move i was too much of a puss
0: <laughs> so there is a really um i feel like it's a very telling and it's also a very relatable quote in the awkward closet scene where topanga and cory end up in the closet together and Topang is like you don't have to do this like you you know like if you're uncomfortable and he says uh i want to do what everyone else is doing See, my more relatable quote of the episode was, The cheese stands alone.
1: <laughs> that was the one line that stood out to me. But I get that. Yeah, that is... You know, I I, I gotta say, I love this show. I, I And I think I said it the last two times I was on there, because I, my love for this show runs deep. But man,
0: for this is, two is like... seasons are rough.
1: No, it's just pre-meta. That's all it is. It's like they're less self-aware in trying to make... Um, a real family sitcom that it makes every season after it more, like,
0: enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Corey ends up not kissing anybody. Um, I do like that the scene in the closet feels like it follows a little bit of continuity because it makes you look at season one Corey, who's, like, obsessed with sports, and that quote of, I just want to like what everyone else is liking. Like, it kind of makes sense where it's like, Okay, so maybe that first season, maybe he's so different in the later seasons because Topanga kind of was like, you don't have to like the things yeah, that slowly. everyone else does, and he slowly just becomes that old Jewish man that we know and love from all the other episodes. Yeah, like I don't,
1: I don't think Corey derails as much as
0: Eric. Yeah, you know, oh Eric, like I'm waiting for the discovery of the moment when that <laughs> wow. ship just. F- lips i love it
1: I, he's <laughs> he's number two on my like starts off a show and then ends a show completely different Who's uh, number one number one is troy barnes from community yeah and number three is kevin from the office
0: okay yeah no all those are good ones um let's see so the nickname the amazing lip list is one of the least clever ins- yeah it's what a bad nickname because he still has his lips yeah, they just haven't to touched
1: the other lips
0: um so here's a question that I, I'm wondering I'm wondering how many of the listeners will Care But like I think Corey's parents asking if he kissed anybody Is weird as hell But I feel like it's a thing that our parents have absolutely done to us
1: Yeah So <laughs> So mom She never would really like, be like did you do it But yeah. she would be like you know, she'd be like, so who's this girl? And I'm like, I really don't want to talk about her. And she's like, okay, that's fine. But but wait, who is she? Where's she from? I'm like, Mom, I really don't want to talk about it. And she's like, well, you know, what's her name? I'm like, Mom, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, you don't need to yell. I'm just
0: asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm I just asking. All of our interactions with her mom have been that when it comes to relationships. I'll talk to her about damn near anything except for relationship stuff.
1: Yeah, and my mental state.
0: Yeah. Uh, So my favorite quote You were saying The cheese stands alone But my favorite quote Comes from probably My favorite character In these early seasons Joey the rat Joey the Oh Oh with the old man Yeah He goes goes, Man that's a story I'm going to be telling To my kids Unless I don't have kids Then I'll just tell them To some random kids In the park Until the cops show up And they say Hey yo in the raincoat (laughs) That
1: was funny I actually like That was a genuine laugh Not like a nostalgic laugh His
0: character is so good Um, Yeah.
1: And this is when you first realize um, the one bully is a poet. Yeah. Which they they really stuck to that story. They They don't always stick to things in Boy Meets World. Especially the first (laughs) two seasons, they don't. That's an odd thing that they stuck to, but they wrote that out. (laughs) Um, Is this, I'm trying to remember, what is Joey the Rat?
0: Is that while he's talking to Frankie?
1: Um, Yeah, Frankie said something stupid. He made a stupid joke, and Joey thought it was really funny. Oh, he re- he did a fake poem. Okay. About yeah, about losing uh, losing his shoes, but then he cried because he found someone that didn't have any lips. So it wasn't a good was. poem.
0: No, not a good one. Uh, it was so bad I had to invent a word for it. I can't remember what Corey's word is, but I wrote that line down. And he's trying to describe how bad his day was. Um. But they find out that basically the the reason that Corey choked was that Eric. Just like made it out. sound like it was going to be the most awful thing in the world. And they ground him and he screams, but I'm too cute to stay at home. Yeah. Um, so this leads to Topanga and Corey. They go on another date. They go to a poetry reading. This is where they kiss for, I think, this the third time on the show. As I'm keeping this tally before they become like an actual couple. Oh, that's the, the other Joey the Rat quote I love, I didn't put quotes around it so I missed it here, is after Frank performs on the poetry stage... He goes, you know, poetry's about very complex human emotions Like, you know, whatever Yeah <laughs> like, like, I love that he is this character that sometimes just says This hyper-intelligent thing And then just, like, completely crumbles in the middle Crumbles of at the end <laughs>
1: Which, that show is actually a great piece of advice If you do want to get lucky with a girl You take her to a poetry show Yeah But not if you're genuinely into poetry you have to find something you're not into and pretend you're into. This is classic whatever it takes. If you pretend you're into something, you look better than you are as a person. And we suck yeah, as humans. So we have to pretend. Yeah. So if you're like me, take them to a sports event. Pretend you like sports. <laughs> I mean, it's also literally <laughs> from She's All That. Oh, yeah. She's All That. They do go to like a um, weird poetry, poetry thing. thing. For some reason, I was just thinking of whatever it takes when she says, do you like the Eels?
0: He says, yes, they're electric. He doesn't like the Eels. The Eels are great, though. They are good. They They are are a very good band. Um, So, Corey and Topanga have a very sincere conversation about dating pressure, which I really, really liked. Um, Okay, for a second, I'm like, why do I have the word nibble written down? (laughs) But then I remembered it's that dude's poem. He just keeps saying nibble. (laughs) Because it's the The poem about The the produce aisle <laughs> God uh, And then Corey and Topanga Kiss while he's saying The word nibble uh, And then the big Closing credit sequence Is everybody's at The poetry reading Having heard that That Corey got to Kiss Topanga While they're Including that old dog, Mister Feeney. He still Feeny, got it. He still got it. Did you read that he fought off a, a robber? Yeah, I saw
1: that. And he's like ninety something years old. <laughs> That's
0: like our uncle Stan. Yeah, Pop
1: Up Stan. Dude, George Feeney is the fucking man.
0: George Feeney. We just I'm, did that episode last week.
1: Oh, the the band. Yeah, where they form um, a band. Um, yeah, man. It's gonna be a sad like the way. The way that the world is right now with Stanley, even though he lived a long life, it still hurts. That's how
0: it's going to be with Feeney.
1: That's how it's going to be with Feeney. because he's already like if he died today, I could say he lived a long life. Yes, but he's it's probably still got another hurt.
0: five or six in him. I bet. Oh yeah, he's kicking. But he yeah, kicking. it's going to be upsetting. It's going to be real awkward if he dies between now and tomorrow when this episode goes. Out. I will say
1: he lived a long life.
0: He like assholes, but. Uh, is there anything else you got to say? This isn't really the most memorable episode of Boy Meets World. No, especially no. Especially coming off the band episode, which is probably the highlight of this season thus far. Yeah,
1: probably. I mean, probably the only the only good episode of season. The great episode. It's I'm a great said. episode. Like, yeah.
0: like, contender for top 20 Boy Meets World episodes. Yeah, episode. I don't want to say the
1: only good episode, but yeah, the only great, like, non-forgettable. That, I mean, I could, there could be other great ones I just forgot. But that's what super makes memorable. memorable. People remember that last Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, well, uh, we'll be back. Um, Actually, let me check. I think that they took a brief hiatus at this point on on the old Boy Meets World. We will be back. Nope, nope, they just kept on trucking, so we'll be back next week. Nice. (laughs) I won't be here.